All right, welcome everyone to a Friday AMA. Um, as is our new tradition, we're keeping these short and sweet because no one is endless bureaucracy anymore. It's totally Move on. Um, okay, so updates are uh, next week the council will start talking about the new MVP program because we have had a pretty steady stream coming in from at least the blue chip trader side. So we're awarding system over program and maybe of things. We did also get a whole bunch of extra uh, merch hoodies as, uh, as part of our deal with did we do it with top draw? So we've got that as well for some prizes so we can work. Parker, you already got your hoodie, hey? How good is it? Strong, Strong soft, soft, comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. it turned out well. I haven't got mine yet, but The logo is pretty high quality, right? It looked like it. Very much so, yeah. A little, yeah, it's a good size too, you know. It's elegant, but still, you know, bold at the same time. So it turned out well. Yeah, next time we'll put each shit on the back of something. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, we'll put good morning. Work on it. But I think it was a nice first. You know, it's our quality, and I think it's going to be an OG item. Um, let's... Nadia says every time she's a speaker, she... Could it be something on the voice setting of a Discord? I think it might be phone. If she's coming on her phone, that might be. I'm on mobile for saying consolation. I can hear you. Can't hear any of us. Is that it? Well, Paul, maybe you could DM it. Should we? Should we maybe move to the? Oh, yeah, that's the... Sure, sure. Okay, everyone, we're gonna let's all hop down. To... Home sweet home. Okay. Oh, perfect. We can hear you. That's working. Wonderful. That it works. We can hear you. Uh, but definitely have a look into that if you can on future stages. Yeah, of course. I don't know why it was why it was doing that. So weird. Okay. No worries. All right, so everyone, so just some quick updates. So that's the MVP update we're going to be working on. Some 
Um, in the trader update, I have to tell you, you know, the sentiment is all of us is this is a might be the most difficult market we've been in for. And it's difficult because it's very hard to get a clear direction, right? You know, even, you know, Nadia's there with the gold. It's also kind of going a bit sideways. Arca, you know, we're, we're moving up into a higher range, but everyone's always like waiting for that retraction. Similarly with NFTs, we're having this kind of mini bull, but without extra liquidity, right? Most of the extra liquidity was coming from loans, people expecting to token harvest from Blur. So all of the money has gone to the blue chips, but now you've got a lot of people deciding, well, do I put it into crypto? Do I play ApeCoin? Do I play SewerPass? Do I, you know, where do I actually play and put the money? And so because of that, it, it, you know, it's been okay for me with the, the blue chips as opposed to the emerging blue chips because the volume's there. I'm just having to pick between, you know, where's it going to be? Is it going to be SewerPass? Is it going to be dogs? What's it going to be? So I've been doing well with dogs. I did drop the ball on SewerPasses. I didn't get in on them. Because I thought what would happen is, you know, the price would might maybe retract and then they had a slow increase, in fact. But that's okay. We're doing well over there. Where we're struggling a bit is the emerging blue chips. And we're taking the stance with Bella, like, look, don't put pressure on. It isn't an opportunity. Don't take it. We have a minor position in Doodles, Duplicators, and Genesis Box. And in uh, Little Pudgies. Uh, and that's it, right? And... Also in the Emerging Blues, I've got a small position for us in Renga. Even though it's an Emerging Blue, I'm the one handling those trades uh, because Bella's keeping her focus on a few other people. So we, you know, we're splitting things. But the general sentiment right now is this is not a market to FOMO into. Because you can just see there's not a lot of liquidity. You know? Even if you talk to kind of Chio and the crypto people, the whole concern recently with kind of even crypto coins was where's the volume, right? The overbought problem. Right. And so I, that is the sentiment I'm getting. I am also going to say over now because it is a bit more public knowledge. Uh, Machi Big Brother has some kind of drama going on for him, um, which has meant that he's not buying grails as much, which kind of makes the board AP ecosystem a bit nervous. Franklin, Franklin's board lost 1.2 million uh, in gambling recently. And so he and Fancy have retracted on being the market makers as much. Which, again, you know, this is why you're seeing kind of sewer passes pump board apes are going nowhere because there is this concern. And then I think there are a number of founders and stuff who are getting scared with all of these legal things that are recently actually skipping down with their money. Right. I've noticed a few of them saying, yeah, they're not doing anything. They just see they've taken a lot out. So I do really hit the sentiment and Bella as well and a few other of us that this is not a market to FOMA. This is a market to watch. And would rather miss a few opportunities, um, you know, than get in on a dud. Now, you know, I see Cosmic there and a few others. If you are a long-term swing player, this is a great opportunity for you to consolidate, right? Again, these strategies we have are for our trading side. So we're looking for things where we can get a movement in a few weeks. But if you are a long-term player, this is a great time to consolidate. I mean, I've been consolidating for Crown Capital and other side deeds while also flipping them. You know, there's lots of those opportunities for people, Chimpers fans, Creep fans, etc. You are able to see where, you know, you've got kind of strong flaws uh, and can consolidate. I mean, for example, um, oddities have really just gone sideways. It's told. So there are some consolidation opportunities. But in short, everyone, um, you know, that's where we're at. So we're taking it, you know, very chilled at the moment. What am I watching right now uh, on, the, on the 
blue chip side, Zuki is, is really consolidating well. There's a lot of movement and volume on the floor. So I'm looking there. Uh, what is difficult for what is difficult for, for Zuki is the problem of um, traits where a lot of people just don't want to admit they've got a flaw one. So it does make kind of you know arbitraging the difference and haggling like I did with mutants a bit more difficult in Azuki. So the play over there is much more with floor movements or absolute grails. And then in the Yuga ecosystem, OTC is massively back on the table. Uh, which is wonderful. I mean, this is why we talked in, in a class last week, and I'm probably going to open a channel for it. You know, people want to help me uh, broker deals, get a commission and stuff, because OTC is massively back on the table. And I don't know if you all missed the news or not, but Blur is about to integrate the Seagate contract for OpenSea, which means that basically Blur will be exactly like OpenSea in terms of bids and royalties and everything, just without the platform fee. So, yeah, we're definitely going to see a lot more OTC coming back, especially in those collections like Azuki and CloneX, where there's a 5% royalty, and even in, you know, Bored Apes and stuff, where it's 2.5%, which can sometimes even equal half an ETH, whatever. Plus, when you take into account that, you know, Yuga assets now are staking, uh, a lot of people don't even have things listed that they want to sell, right? I brokered, you know, 650 ETH for one person in Bored Apes. None of these Bored Apes were listed because they were all staked. And so you had to unstake them before kind of, you know, private sales. So we're definitely going to see a lot of movement over there. But our key point, you know, if we were to message you on the market update is be conservative, have a slightly more long-term focus right now, and don't FOMO into things. So we're quite okay with our bags. This is the beauty of us doing heavy research reports because it means we've got, you know, the blue chips, we have a lot of confidence, the emerging blue chips, we have a good amount of confidence in. So if we're left holding those bags, it's truly not the end of the world. Uh, speaking of research, um, you know, do check out the website when you've got a chance, Pearl updated with Sappy Seals now, and now we're also working to revamp the Board Ape one, the Mutant Ape one, Zuki and CloneX. And then we're going to be working on an art report because we're seeing a lot of kind of movement in some of the, the best art projects. And the good thing over there is the utility of art is art. So it's more like when the art fad is in, it's a good time to trade. And our whole kind of aversion to art was not being anti-art. It was just volume, right? And we are seeing some projects like um, Squiggle Chrome, um, um, Friendship Bracelets, and a few others do have good amount of volume, right? They've kind of had now a year and a half of getting a whole collector base. So that is an opportunity for us uh, to start adding that to our trading as well. So that's pretty much where we are in that. Um, Bella, do you want to add anything? Parker, you want to add anything? And then I'm, you know, we'll move over to the. I think you summed it up pretty simple. I mean, we can get into the technicalities of it, but now there's on the head right there. Sorry, I was trying to navigate back to the screen. Um, no, I, it, it's the, you, you click on something and then you're 13 uh, screens away. Um, no, I think that you covered it all. And I, I think in council, we had like the conversation and it's, it's just the market is not, um, there's, there's, it's the volume and all of that. And we just know that everyone's watching Yuga. Um, so there's not much more we can do other than 
sit and wait for some of them. And that is always been what we have strived to do is be very cautious with our play and miss out on whatever opportunity versus uh, putting the fund more and more at risk. And I, I love that we continue to foster that and continue towards that. And then that's all. Yeah. And, and the good news is it, it is fairly well working. You know, there's it's very what I would call very conservative dog plays or mutant plays that work. And so, you know, if we get to a stage where, we, you know, nothing is working, we do need to be more aggressive, well, then we'll bring that to a vote. But as we do have some strategies that are working, I mean, you know, shout out to Nadia as well, you know, the gold is working. Uh, Parker is going to be next week, I think Parker will we'll have, a, we'll dedicate part of the, the AMA to discussing all strategy for currency hedge. But I mean, you're busy working out a whole bunch of strategies that you think we can so we like boring and consistent uh, relatively so that's where we're up to in that okay as for the council stuff well this is pretty easy everyone it turns out that um we had two other people who were pretty much considering running uh but you know when they heard nadia's running they retracted because you know uh it does seem there is a consensus in the community that thank god nadia's finally stepping up and running we've wanted her for so long so how are you doing nadia I'm good. I just feel bad for the other two. Now I feel guilty. <laughs> we don't need to feel guilty. I mean, I think, you know, you've been here. You were you know, one of the earliest OGs, literally by the way. I mean, you got And, uh, you know, so you, you've really been here, you know, from the start with no intention other to help build fat cat. So, you know, now, of course, we don't just want OGs. We want competent. But, you know, you've been excellent with our collaborations, with our partnerships behind the scenes i think you know the hardest part is probably time zones but hey we've got a lot of aussies here too so it's been pretty cool and speaking of that thank you for not being american we, we really appreciate that because as this whole sec stuff goes more and more and i'll be you know working with guernsey to set up the trust it really does help that we now you know hopefully we'll have a council that minimally american uh, parker we love you but you know sec <laughs> Cool. So, you know, what, what, what do you, you know, you've been here from the start and I know you don't want to criticize us or anything, but, you know, I think it's always good for us to be striving to be better. So where do you think are areas that you want to apply your skill base and help us? Look, I think at the moment, in terms of the word utility, it is so overused at the moment. And I think what what is great for members of communities and projects is really providing um, utility in the base of education. And I feel as though that's an area I can really, I can really thrive in. I feel like I've got the connections now that I've built over the past year within the space to really bring um, speakers to our community and really help people kind of build personal wealth. And I guess that's what projects such as, um, such as I've just had a mind blank coalition crew do really well and you know their members absolutely love that that utility so I feel as though I can bring that sort of utility into fat cats and really provide um education and I feel like at the moment that's what people really want is they want to build their personal wealth and when all the markets are turning to shit basically um or they're very indecisive at the moment that's people want to learn so why not provide that yeah, exactly. And I think it fits as well as a pillar because, you know, I was asked literally the other day, I mean, you know, I have all 
have these perfect anecdotes, right? But my friend literally said to me, so Dylan, if, you're, you know, if, if the whole university system is a bit broken, you know, why do some people still go to, need to go to university? Why do some right? And I said, well, look, some things like doctors and engineers, I mean, quite a strong formal education. But for the most part, you know, what is happening in this five-minute era that we have where everyone just glosses over everything is people often have not developed the skills of how to look at things, right? And so on the one hand, we have these fantastic research reports being made by Pearl. Number one, if people don't read them, they're not going to be useful. And number two, if you don't know how to study the markets, don't know, you know, if you're just kind of fumbling through and winging it, when there are people with decades and decades of technical analysis theory, of, of, of fundamental analysis, of how to network and things like this, you know, yes, there are a lot of con artists who tend to be the teachers, but a lot of the people in the Web3 space, you know, like our friend Liam, right, Liam DNFT, these are people that did something successful and then said, let me show you what I've been doing. Cyrus is another good example, right? This is a man who, who, went, who, who basically came in, applied theories from traditional investing, and then, you know, made tweaks for Web3. So I think, you know, yes, traditional investment knowledge in general is good, but, but crypto and Web3-focused education, where we look at case studies and now these almost a few years of backtrack history, I think that is a network you've really connected yourself to, whether it be ATCC, um, you know, or Coalition Crew and stuff. So that's fantastic. Yeah, well, I, you see, I never went to university and I've made a really good living for myself. And I, I feel as though you don't need to go to university. And with the opportunities Web3 provides, as well as the opportunities in various markets, I think if you learn how to use them correctly, you can build your own worth, your, your own wealth. And I mean, why wouldn't you when you've got all of these brilliant mentors and people that particularly you and I have, have met? in the past and in the space, why, why, why shouldn't we utilize that and help our members build on, on, on their own um, knowledge and yeah, build their wealth. So I feel as though that's a really big area for me that I'd like to focus on. And I just want, ev we're all gonna make it. I want everyone to make it. So, I mean, I'd love to, to provide that. And on top of that, I'd really like to fine tune the collaborations and the partnerships. I mean, um, you know, in terms of partnerships, uh, speaking with other key founders and other people within the space, that's brilliant, um, that have succeeded. I think that's brilliant. And in terms of collaborations, I mean, you just saw this morning, I brought on um, a Puma collaboration, which is amazing. So I definitely want to focus on fine tuning that and bringing on, um, bringing more uh, better quality collaborations. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that for a moment, because you've been there from the start with Lab crew. Fantastic job. And, you know, we've now got a, these wonderful admin tools at our disposal, right? AlphaBot has streamlined things tremendously for us. Uh, it allowed us to kind of, you know, use particularly time-wise to be able to set up things like the auction and the store, which are more time, you know, intensive, but give people a fairer result, you know, when things that people read. You know, on the one hand, we've got better tools now with Alphabot. On the other hand, you know, the whole kind of whitelist meta basically collapsed. Right? There's a lot of junky stuff minting, a lot less people interested. So, um, you know, fine tuning is, is difficult, but I agree. You know, we've, we, you know, we don't have that huge name where our floor pumps yet, but we do have a good enough name where people say, sure, we'll give something to fat cats. They might not give us the biggest allocation, 
But as you said, we've got Puma, we've got Game of Thrones, another couple of, of art ones that were a big deal. But, um, but as your network grows and Bella's network grows and my networks grows, I do think we are getting a higher caliber set of stuff, don't you? So I think something people really need to understand is there is like a little underbelly of Web3. And I mean, unless you're unless you're with particular alpha callers and unless you're with particular people, you're not going to get the inside scoop of some projects. And we're doing things the right way. We speak to legitimate people in the space and we're not looking for pump. We, we are looking for pumps and dumps at times, but I mean, we, um, you know, we're not in that sort of scene. And, and, and I'm sure you can agree with that in saying that like, there are particular groups of people that will only give collabs to people within their group. So, I mean, the only way to getting better collabs is through people you know and is through building um, is through building a profile. And, I mean, it's hard to be in every single group, as you agree, within Web3. So we're just doing our best and, um, and it is a tricky space to navigate. And, um, yeah, I think that's just the best way to describe it is just that it's a tricky space to navigate and that we are doing our best. It's not just as easy as going up to a project and saying, hey, can you give us spots? Because some projects are just so um, closed-minded, I guess, and they just want to give it to select groups of people and networks of people. So breaking into some of these networks is really the key. Yeah, and, and, and we also have this fine line of, of trying to not spam you with junk, right? Because, I, you know, we noticed exactly. that a lot of people are less interested. For example, you know, we, we were offered a kid called Joe. We were in doubt about it because we were offered it so early. We passed it to the Alpha Squad, you know, and I, 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 would want to, I do want to give them a shout out because I think they've been fantastic in the sense that we've been able to, instead of absolutely saying yes or no, we're able to say, look, there are DGENs in Fat Cats. If they want to, let's pass to Alpha Squad. That way, when you do get the next Saudis or next thing, you do have a, an option within Fat Cats, right, where you can get it. But it is important, I think, that we sift through stuff because of the time management, but also because people get very bored when there's, you know, 50 projects on the whitest, most of them are junk, and then we, we call out the one good one every two months. You know, there is less quality stuff. But I do think we're, because, as you said, because it is alpha caller networks and stuff, we are able to find them better. And I also want to give a shout out to the cat calls, which have got much, much better. I think that's been very helpful. And the other thing that has been really cool is, you know, Whenever we start to see kind of, you know, um, application things or people that are doing like a public giveaway for a project that we think is good, even if we can't get wider spots, we now post that in store notices. And that I think has been really valuable. I mean, we got the Cool Cats one with Gary V. Um, we, we dropped a few things over there, the magic boxes, the free coins. So, you know, and, and, and just a kind of a public thing here as well, anyone, if you see stuff that is being done as a public, you know, whitelist or an application or something, let us know because then we'll post it in the marketplace notices. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. And then the last thing I want to talk about is, um, well, actually I'll talk about one elephant in the room. You know, some people say we're not great with tickets. We you know we're a little bit slow on tickets. And <laughs> I do want to say this regarding the collab stuff. As much as we are organized, I would say most of these other backends are not organized at all. Okay, it really is the like they they they'll have a good marketing team, but what you should all know is because of you know the consolidation, the bear market, it's often the same collab managers doing six or seven projects. So if you think they don't mix up lists, oh my friends, you know, 
And then they often don't even get those lists to the team. And then you open tickets in there and the team is like, who are you people? And then they have to chase down which collaboration manager it was. And some of the collaboration managers are working on commission. Let me just tell you, my friends, the back end is not Amazon. It's, it's a disaster. And so, you know, I just want to say that I think you, Cyril, and mentors over here are doing a great job with tickets. But some people feel, uh, you know, we're a little bit slow. But I'll say this. If you're asking for a special request for collaborations, it's likely not going to work out, friends. That's just the reality because we they give us very clear requirements. We have to get it to them ASAP. The moment the raffle closes, we get it back to them in case there's screw-ups so we can catch the screw-ups in time. Whereas when it comes to people asking general questions that are not collaborated, I think we're very good and very quick. That's my feeling. What do you mm. think, Nadia? Yeah, I agree. I mean, when it comes to opening a ticket and saying, can you change your Discord name on the list? Very hard to do. People do it all of the time. It's one, very hard to do. Two, your request is not important to them. So, I mean, I know it's important to you, but it's not important to them. So it is yeah. very hard to do. We will try but quite often it's it's rejected <laughs> and it's not us doing a bad job it is just it is just the nature of the beast it is just web3 that is just how it goes yeah and, and, and I'm, I'm just oh, sorry Dylan I'm gonna add in there just so some of the back-end craziness like just to try to put it in perspective um I've recently discovered that a lot of the back-end craziness is literally just like twitter groups and dms and there's so much information flying that the air quote and I air quote it because in comparison to our team, the collab managers don't even keep track of half of the things that are happening. And it's uh -huh. a lot of here, I know you, and it gets thrown at people all the time. Like, it's a very, it's a very different Web3 when you start digging into, as you put it so beautifully, like the underbelly of it. Like, it's a very different world. And I, I love the integrity that is continued throughout all of Fat cats. I think it's awesome. Agreed. Thanks, Bella. Yeah. Yeah. And and I will say this, you know, and, and again, don't abuse this, friends, but when it's a very valuable mint, I will usually go in there and pull a Karen. Okay. I I've I've done it before. Nadia <laughs> knows this. You know, when it's PXN or something, we know it's gonna be a half an ETH mint and they've screwed up. I will go in there and do a Karen. But again, mm -hmm. because the underbelly is controlled by all the same people, I can only do that so often, right? Um, I forget, where did we do it for? We did it with a few things. What we did with Game of Thrones, there were a few things we did it for. Um, <laughs> and you and Cyril sit there laughing. But I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm shameless. I'll go and pull a Karen if we think it's going to be a point two floor. But in most cases, it's like, you know what? This is not the one to fall on our sword on. Um, AA is asking a great question. How are we reaching the Asian projects? Great question, difficult one to answer. This is why we kind of made a Chinese and Japanese channel. It is difficult. They, the Chinese side is starting to get better with reaching out, the Japanese side not so much. Um, we are lucky to be somewhat connected with Midnight Labs. So Midnight Labs does a curated list and Doodles Alpha's head and Kaiju Key. So just a little bit of what goes on over there. I had the collaborations in Midnight Labs, but the real hard hitters in Midnight Labs for organizing the collabs for us tends to be three people. Nucci, who's the head of Prement, Char, who is the head of collabs for Sneaky Ninja Pants and Kaiju Kings, and um, another guy, Sabrine, who is the head of uh, one of the co-runners of 
uh, doodles alpha. So sometimes I can't get those things for fat cats, but they do tend to have a bigger network. And so when we start to see something that looks cool, but, uh, but maybe on the Asian side of something, we do reach out there. In addition, you know, I'm good friends with Kajira's team now, and they, you know, one of their people, um, their head of kind of Asian department, speaks excellent Chinese, so he's connected us, and he did, you know, the few of the Japanese projects on their launchpad. So we are trying, but it remains difficult. If anyone wants to help us with that, we would love your assistance for sure. Um, and then one other thing is I've been made recently an ambassador for Premint. So if you guys see any projects on the Premint list that you like, let me know, because I do have an ability to reach out there now as well. So what that means is, uh, an ambassador for Premint means that I'm able to go to a project and say, hey, you guys are minting. Um, Premint likes you so much that we're willing to feature you on the front page, right? That's kind of what the ambassadors do. We're there to cherry pick. Um, so, you know, that network is getting better. But yes, I would say that the, particularly the Chinese and Japanese side is the most difficult. The Korean less so because they they tend to they tend to they people don't realize which projects are from Singapore and Korea, but they've been coming at us for a long time. They they you know they're not scared to be engaging in English. Um, okay, and then the last thing, Nadia, you are a gold wizard, and so you know mm -hmm. for all those people that have been saying what portfolios do different councillors handle, and I'm just going to give a quick overview again, everyone. The idea of the council is not that, you know, it's not ETH lizards. It's not that everyone over here has just a specific port portfolio. The role of the council is a custodial role, right? These, this allows us to have three signatories on the wealth of the DAO. That's a very safe measure. By having five, it means that we only need three there so that we can both be secure and functional. And we take security very seriously. Secondly, you know, having five members allows the council to deliberate on questions a lot so that we don't just have an absolute echo chamber. Thankfully, many of you will also come in and voice your opinions, and that's a fantastic culture we have over here. But having five people allows the council to not get overwhelmed and also make themselves available, right? Many people will message Bella that I don't even know who they are, but Bella will represent their interests and so on. And that's, that's really, really important. In addition to that, every councillor attends the weekly meeting where we run through a lot of, you know, important administration things. That itself is kind of the board meeting, right? And that itself is a large role because there's often a lot of follow-up things and different councillors take on different things that they will do. And then on top of that, most councillors have a portfolio. And now I'm pleased to say we're actually in the stage where it's pretty clear portfolios, right? I'm handing, handling, um, you know, partnerships and the Blue Chip NFT fund. Bella is handling the emerging blue chips, and we have a lot of crossover there because, you know, Bella and I will see the flow in both ways and similar groups and stuff. And that's not just trading, right? That's heavy engagement in these communities and on Twitter and following what's going along. Then we've got Parker, who is on the crypto hedge. And Parker also isn't just managing the funds over there. He's also making sure that our Dow Treasury has its reserves and that he's giving us input from an NFT point of view, because remember our main assets are in ETH. So if there's pumps coming in ETH, that might affect the NFT prices and stuff. And then lastly, Nadia is also very involved in connecting us, um, you know, with, with, the, with the hustle and bustle that's going on. I mean, Nadia, you've been heavily involved with the groups that are connected to Izadi and different other people. And that info is very important. That's how we, you know, we knew about Beepop and things early. 
But Nadia is looking at the, the macro side, the greater economy, and hedging us with gold. So now we've got literally everyone in charge of a fund. And then the most important of them, they've all, Pearl, who's putting it all together with the meat and potato research, right? We have to be able to, for our track record, not just hold our fingers to the wind and say, we're doing this. We need it backed up with protocols and procedures and a lot of good quality research, right? Because that good quality research allows us when doodles, for example, doesn't act as expected to sleep well at night. It's not the end of the world because we don't think it's going to zero. Whereas getting stuck with PXN uh, is, is, is a problem, right? You know, that's something that might never go back up again, right? So that's, you know, that's the point. So do you want to say anything about gold? I know a lot of people are waiting for your education class and that soon, and we're going to do that in a kind of a cool way with tests and things. But, um, you know, what, what do, you, do you think as a crypto, uh, sorry, as an NFT trader as well, what's important to you of kind of the gold hedge? Like, why is it important for NFT people to be looking at kind of gold as well? Well, because when the market is, when markets are turning to shit, basically, people put their money in safe haven assets like gold. So on top of that, there are also, you know, when you look on a macro perspective and you look at different nations and things, you look at Russia and China, for example, they're buying gold in droves because there's sanctions and they don't, you know, when America and the US put sanctions on their countries, they you know, can't deal and trade with particular things. So they use gold because although gold is heavy to move, gold is um, something that they can use to trade and get around these sanctions. So that is why gold is ultimately going up in price. Why it's good to be trading and knowing, knowing gold, knowing other markets is because when one market turns to crap, another is, is, is going well. So I mean, diversifying your um your assets diversifying your knowledge is absolutely key in markets like we've got today um and in the economy so i think fat cats as a whole do that well and i guess that's what we want to provide you guys is all of that knowledge as well yeah um yeah and and, yeah. and, and remember you know we when we kind of pitched fat cats to people we were looking for a lot of people who were professionals right people like peter do you i will throw out his name because he's very busy but people who are like, look, we want to give you a collector's club, but that acts with the best standards of a mutual fund, right? There are a lot of people who are like, I know NFTs are going to pop, but where's that fund that I can put my money into that is going to be an aggregator of kind of the best of the best practices, right? Investing in the best projects, looking for hedges, doing the responsible things, right? And that's what we're aiming to be. And I think it's very sensible that Part of our money, again, yes, we could be using it to flip more apes and stuff, but part of our money being focused on a currency hedge, aka hedging the Ethereum that we're using for all of our deals, and part of our money looking at gold, which is, as you say, an economical hedge, because gold tends to explode when there's lots of unrest in the world, and we have a lot of unrest, friends. We're entering a recession, we have the Ukraine crisis, we have global sanctions, we have China and Russia and Africa looking to break the, 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 the dollar hegemony. There is a lot of stuff going on. I mean, if you want nightmares, just go and read MC's forum. And it's scary because a lot of it's true. And so absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, to your point, you know, for those who don't know, there are a lot of big gold custodial groups in the world, right? So, for example, Fort Knox is a good example. It's not only holding American gold, it holds other people's gold. And similarly, Switzerland and Singapore and Canada, all of these kind of gold places 
What that means is that often the gold doesn't have to be moved, right? China and Russia might both be storing their gold in Singapore and can just settle with each other that way. So gold really is a functional money for governments much more than people. But when the governments start buying it all up, as you can imagine, the price goes crazy because gold only has, you know, if we talk in Bitcoin terms, gold only has inflation of about one to one and a half percent a year, right? That's the average inflation of gold. And meaning, if you look at how much gold is actually mined, the supply of gold is really only increasing by one to one and a half percent a year, which is a very small amount. And so all it takes is a little bit of unrest for gold to start popping off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Spot on. Awesome. Okay, let's open up to some questions. Um, if anyone wants to talk about anything, and also if you want to ask anything of Nadia, I do want to say on a practical level, because Nadia is running unopposed, what I'm going to do is I will post tomorrow that Nadia is running unopposed. What that will mean is if anyone wants to step up and oppose it or whatever, uh, you need to come and contact the council within the week. Otherwise, by next Thursday's meeting, we will ratify Nadia as, as a councillor. Um, but as I say, I think you know, there's you know, enormous community support for you running, Nadia. And um, you know, I, I, I do want to say this. I mean, you've come out of your shell a lot, right? You were quite shy yeah. um, because of being so humble. But, um, but yeah, we're all very bullish on you. So we're very happy to. Thank you. I have come out of my shell. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So uh, does anyone want to ask anything, bring up anything? It's, it's general question time now. So if there's anything you want to do, then I'll formally end the recording and we can also continue talking over here if you want. No. <laughs> Good. Well, I mean, you know, that's not a bad thing, right? We get all the questions uh, during the week in chats and everything. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of an update. Pearl, you can weigh in over here as well. Um, junior cats, you know, we've been keeping quiet about it. We're nearly finished with the art. Uh, just to update you on the process. So we worked on the general design. Then we did the patterns for the furs, which was heavily influenced actually um, by... Um, by youths. We loved their process. We've got a different color palette, but we loved the thought process that went into it because if you've seen a lot of OG collections, their colors were a bit mix-matched. We didn't have that problem, but that's because I, you know, for the Genesis Fat Cats, I went through 45,000 manually, right? And picked out 5,000. But many collections, if you'll notice, there'll be like one trait that is just off color palette-wise. So we've been very good with that, I think. Uh, then we worked on backgrounds. We have a whole bunch of backgrounds. Then we worked on facial and mouth expressions. I think we have something like 16 total combinations and stuff, and they all work really well together. Now we're working on accessories. Um, we, I can tell you that we've got some really cool glasses, a couple of cool hovering hats types items, and then we've got a whole bunch of items that are going for legendaries. What we're not doing is we're not dressing the cats. We're doing less is more. You will also see that we're taking a very hot couture and artistic approach because art really is in vogue. And, um, and so we're doing some very cool stylistic things uh, that you will soon see. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, let me show you one. One of my favorites. But we're doing kind of a whole set of cool things with furs soon. Um, so he has, here is, isn't even in the highest fidelity. 
Uh, and yes, friends, we're doing a number of anime traits as well. But you see, these are the kinds of arty things. Now, those patterns you see over there, we're able to also do some other color combos or rainbow combos and stuff like that. So you're going to be seeing a lot of kind of what I would call, you know, fine art showing that, yes, this is a simple design, but it's very sophisticated. That's the angle we're going. Um, an update from Caleb. He's going to give you an update himself soon. Uh, I know people are annoyed that we haven't moved on with the extracts, which is the next chapter for the Goblin Cats. That is a bit delayed. His personal real life has been very busy. Uh, but as we kind of pull off finishing the juniors, then he will be able to return to that and he'll be posting to you directly himself. Uh, but, you know, this is, the, this is the nature of the beast when recessions and stuff happen. Unfortunately, people have to start making difficult priorities. You know, a lot of my friends over here who didn't kind of get out their projects in time have gone back to their, you know, old jobs. They thought they were going to work full time in Web3. But that isn't for everyone, unfortunately. So this is where we're up to. I think we have another week and a half probably on uh, finishing the juniors uh, with, their, with their accessories. And then I think it will probably take us another two weeks on the legendaries and then we're done. So about a month, I would expect. When do we expect to drop the juniors? No one is going to dilute you, friends, without it actually adding value. Okay, That's the really clear thing over here. You know, I'm going to keep repeating this as a broken record because I think it's important. Right now, our goals are threefold, okay? Track record. We are building a track record from our trading that, that people can look at that is um, sustainable and redoable and works, right? Building a track record. Because again, when people are looking in, who are coming in from Web 2 into Web 3, they want something that looks like a mutual fund they recognize. The second pillar is I am moving on March 20th, hitting the ground running in April. I'm already speaking to some trust companies where we'll be looking to set up, you know, the, a proper structure for Fat Cats and Crown Capital and many others. I'm already getting messages from multiple DAOs. Yo, I heard you moving. Uh, we've been set up in Cyprus or Malta. It's not so good, man. What can you offer us? We need director's insurance and everything. So I really think I'm going to have a good consulting business over there as well, which is perfect for me because then I can focus on Fat Cats, Crown Capital, and you know governance and banking and trust and estate planning. Right? That's the stuff that I love doing, uh, and and I'm good at it, thankfully. So. Once we get the legal and the track record sorted, then we start to work on our branding side, which includes the research and everything we're doing now. And we're starting threads next week, which is important. And then we can start to look about juniors. But juniors will not be coming out before Fat Cat's floor is quite a lot higher because we're not going to be selling, we're not considering even selling the juniors for less than 0.1. Because we're not, you know, the whole idea of the juniors is to get more awareness, but also to raise more money. And we're not going to dilute all of you. That would be ridiculous. So if we have to hold the juniors for a while, so be it. But what was important right now is if you've all seen there's, you know, many bull markets, things are happening all the time. We really wanted to get the art finished so that Caleb can move on with his next chapters. We've got the art ready and then we can seize an opportunity when it arrives, right? Because Thanks to ChatGBT and other things, the contract part now is the quickest part. It used to be that the contract part, you had to book eight weeks in advance. Now the contract we can get done and audited in two weeks. So having the art done is now the hard part. AA says suggestions. In fact, it was a guaranteed a junior. Can we use catnip to get the junior of our choice? Goodness. Uh, no, because we do want to have 
the rarity aspects AA, right? You always want an opportunity that no matter what rarity you have of your genesis, that although your, your junior will have the same ID number, it will be a whole bunch of unique traits, right? Because there's going to be a whole bunch of legendaries, so we want that opportunity for you, which I think is fairer and funner. Um, but, you know, maybe we can make an easier system of trading them or something. Uh, Salty Dog, Dylan, how do you see Fat Cat scaling our efforts and ability to bring value to our vault over years? Will our full growth be limited to the pace we can grow our vault? Great question, Salty Dog. I think, I do think because we're a high utility project, we are really viewed for our utility, right? Ironic as it sounds, you know, when, it, when a... When an alpha group folk doesn't kind of have anything and they say, you know, you're getting all the deals and all the alpha, they can get a floor of one ETH because it's like people are pricing it now based on, wow, we're going to get so many deals. Whereas when you anchor yourself in very clear utility like we have, what happens is people kind of ignore everything else that goes on in fat cats, ignores the fact that most fat cat OG holders who are active over here have already 10x because they've taken all the whitest opportunities and stuff. And just focus on, you know, our liquidation value. So I do think we'll be somewhat linked to our liquidation value. I do think so. I think over time there will be a prestige aspect, especially once we start to get into places like other side and stuff where people can see how beautiful our cats are. I think there is going to be an art aspect to the juniors. I know not everyone loves our juniors, but I can tell you from a mass adoption point of view, they have a lot more appeal to a lot of more people. So they might actually have a different premium to the Genesis. The Genesis, I think, will have the premium for being the OG and for giving you an avatar and stuff in other side. But I think the, the juniors will have a premium from an art point of view. But yes, what I do see happening is twofold, Salty. Number one, our core funds. I think we're going to keep compounding them and growing them. I think we're really well positioned for opportunities as these minor bulls and proper bull markets return. We might pay some of that out if you choose for us to do so, right? As it stands, we send 50% back to the vault and we can vote to distribute that. So that might mean that our floor price, you know, never really goes massively high because we pay out those profits. But if you do all say, choose for it to compound, which I think many of you will do, I think the only reason people ask when payout is because they're not, you know, they, they still kind of are, you know, cautiously optimistic about our ability to keep doing returns. But as we our track record grows and we keep successfully making blue chip plays and stuff, what I think will happen is people will have the Berkshire Hathaway effect. They will say, um, look, you guys keep compounding for us at you know 10%, 15%, whatever else. We don't want to pay out. Just keep growing the money. And in that case, I believe it will be very clear, Salty, that our floor will rise, right? People will be talking about it. People will say, look, Fat Cat says it's up, you know, 25, 30, 40, whatever percent. They keep pulling this off. I can't do those without taking on a lot of risk. I'm just going to park my money in Fat Cats. And if you look on the the hold account, you'll see that it's actually been going down a little bit because quite a number of the whales have been buying more and more. So those who had north of 10 fat cats, a lot of them keep dollar cost averaging in because they really believe that this is a good place for them to park money. So I hope that's a good answer. The second aspect is that of our brand of being a successful kind of mutual fund, right? Once we have the core trust and DAO set up, we and, and we have a core product that has been successful, then we can actually have secondary products, right? This is where all the legal stuff comes now. But, you know, the genesis and the juniors will be what's called the voting stock, right? These are both a pro rata share and vote. 
but we can easily make what we would call kind of focus DAOs. Let's say we decided to raise another 200 ETH just for other side, right? Now, a certain percentage would go to Fat Cat's Vault, which means all of you Genesis and Junior holders would benefit from it, right? And the council would have oversight over it. But we can then onboard other people who are like, look, I don't want all the NFT stuff, but I'm very interested in the metaverse plays. And so we can have like an ERC 721A that is just for the other side. Uh, and, and then you as holders don't need to put more money in if you don't want to, because you're getting a piece of that pie from holding a Genesis or a Junior. So that's kind of how we're looking at it. But there is a lot of legal navigating that we have to get right over here. Hell, I would love to open a Channel Islands real estate fund for us, right? There are a lot of good products we can look into, but we do have to get the legal stuff right now. So we're keeping this, you know, this is why I say right now, the first quarter, at least in probably the second quarter, is about track record, uh, research and branding, as well as the legal. Once we get those pillars sorted, then we can really swing to the point of, you know, what can we do by growing them? Say something, Nadia? Yeah, I do. So it just like was a light bulb moment then. When you're looking at most of the projects now, for example, you look at Gutter Cat Gang and everyone was like, look at what they're delivering. They're amazing, blah, blah, blah. And now look at the floor price. So, I mean, I like where Fat Cats are at the moment. I like our floor price and we are building up our results and showing it once we show a track record things will start moving but you need a track record right you can't just explode overnight you need a track record and that's with everything that's with anything you do in business you need a track record to grow your worth right so um yeah i mean i think fat cats are doing great in that respect and um once we do have that track record we have we we already have a great track record i do see the price you know, increasing a lot. A lot of projects aren't delivering at the moment and a lot of projects have gone stagnant and we're the ones that are actually still building and still delivering. So that will only, you know, get better in time, our reputation. Yeah, and, and I do want to say also from, from the legal point of view, I know I always kind of say it's, it's going to be okay, but I, do, I don't want to downplay that we are in a very precarious legal situation in Web3 period, okay? There's still debates if Ethereum is considered a security. If Ethereum is a security, we're all in trouble, right? I, I do need you all to understand that, you know, us making a noise right now is probably not in our best interest until we've got our legal structure sorted, right? Because this is, I mean, look at all of the, the legal stuff coming out now against influencers and stuff like that. This is going to be a very painful few years now from a regulatory point of view. I, I don't want to mince words over here. You need to all understand your banks are going to start giving you trouble about uploading crypto. Wave to our Canadian friends. They're already experiencing this. The crypto exchanges are going to have to have more guidelines. OpenSea will probably come up with guidelines because what is going to happen is the classic overreach of the American financial system is going to go and bully all of these, what I call gatekeepers, right? Banks and stuff like that, because that is who it makes sense for them to bully. But if we do very well, you know, they might choose to make an example of us. So the fact that we've got a foreign council, we never particularly, you know, made advertising in the US or pitched to Americans or anything like that, puts us in a good position to have a, you know, justifiable story that we did what we thought was, you know, in the best kind of ethics of what we were doing. But we are at the stage now that if we're going to market any other product to do anything else, we must have that legal structure sorted well. So that really has to be the first now, because as I say, it's going to get ugly. 
uh, and it's going to get ugly quite fast, I think, um, from the regulatory point of view, because they tend to um, try to show they're being competent and doing something, and so they hit too hard, and then they calm down, right? This is what happened in 2008 to 2010. You know, I, I literally had no offshore banks that would open accounts. So, um, you know, I cannot, I cannot understate or overstate that enough that, you know, we are in a legal gray and we're not in the good side of that legal gray. So, you know, hopefully, as I say, April, May, we'll get that sorted out. and Then we can say, cool, we're in the green. We've got our passport, if you will. Now let's kind of vamp this up even. And there's, and there's not a lot of DAOs that are actually doing well. So, I mean, you don't want to highlight a DAO like us that are doing well. There aren't many DAOs, yeah, out there that have a good reputation. And, I mean, we would be probably one of the top DAOs. So, I, I agree, you don't want to put attention on us right now. Okay. I'm just going to add to that. Sorry, Dylan, sure. just for the DAOs, just to kind of give that perspective again. I've actually worked with quite a few DAOs at this point um, to try to help give them governance and direction. They're disasters. And like best efforts and there's people there wanting to do it. Like very few can even figure out how to function in trade um, as a group, never mind like any governance or, or protocols. So it is definitely something very unique that you have uh, within Fat Cats now. Go ahead, Dylan. No, no, yeah. I appreciate that. No, I don't have anything to add, but yes, uh, you're actually consulting more on that. Uh, I've been looking more at the kind of the foundation DAOs. Just to be clear, by the way, friends, if you don't know, a nouns and ape coin, right, ape foundation, they are not normal DAOs. And what I mean by that is, from a legal point of view, they are both structured as um, charitable foundations, right? Or endowment foundations, right? Meaning there's no for-profit aspect to them. Um, now, obviously, if the nouns brand grows from their charitable things or being nounish, as they call it, obviously, the ecosystem grows. Similarly, if ApeCoin is getting used and integrated into more places, ApeCoin grows, and then the remaining ApeCoin in the foundation is more valuable. But their structure is very different than ours. Whereas DAOs that are trying to trade or invest or be functional, they, they really aren't coping. You know, I mean, I don't want to throw many under the bus, but let's just say that the very best of them are just hodling, right? That's where they're at. They're just hodling most of the time because they ended up buying punks very early or they ended up buying something very early and now they can't agree what the process is for maybe selling it. That's what I'm seeing in Spella. It is a lot of it's also they'll they'll have made a purchase and because they don't understand or not that they don't understand that that's rude of me. Um, they don't have their protocols um, in place and organized. They can't make moves quick enough to get out of position sometimes. So they get stuck and then they're in these positions and plays and they have no idea what to do. And it takes them a week to discuss it, to try to get a vote out like it's. It's a lot of trying to figure out the processes and any of the DAOs that I've kind of gone into. And I always go in from like more of a protocol perspective of just how do I help you steer your ship to functioning? Um, once they start functioning, they can figure it out. But it, you'd be surprised that even with the use of the tools, it's the protocol parts that stumble um, and most people can't uh, quite organize that well. And then some of them also turn into tyrannies, 
right? Because oh, for sure. Because there's just <laughs> such a collapse of of functioning stuff. The, the people said, well, the DAO is really just a community option and we need to get stuff done. And so we're taking back all of that control, um, you know, because if, if you all remember in the, in the 2021s, it was fashionable to throw the word metaverse and DAO into everything. And so when asked in these AMAs, what do you mean by DAO? They said, well, community involvement. And then they try said community involvement and they go, oh my God, the community is horrible. We don't want their involvement. They just want the floor to pump. Let's take back all that involvement. And so you've seen quite a number of projects, you know, sneak off the word DAO or community involvement from their websites. Um, shout out, though, to Gadakat Gang, right, Nadia? Because I think they did it fairly well, right? I mean, again, I don't know what they're building. I don't know if there's, anyone cares what they're building right now. But I do think they're powwow with trying to kind of guide, you know, like, where is our vision? And it's not quite a DAO, but where is our vision? Shout out to them. And shout out to Doodles as well. They've appointed someone, I think, now because it also wasn't functional, right? Yeah, so with Gutter Cat Gang, I, I did, um, I was speaking to Dan during the week and I can't remember what he said, but he, they are building, they are doing great things. They're still not, they're not dead like everyone thinks, but they, um, it's just slow at the moment. It's just, it's just going to be slow at the moment. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, awesome, everyone. Well, I think that's a good place for us to stop. So I'm going to uh, call an end to the official um, AMA. I'm going to stop recording and then, you know, let's open it up if anyone wants to ask anything.